0: live right.
1: hey
2: guys Ooh. <coughs> welcome back Detesting did you miss us Normal. i bet you did i missed you yeah i missed you too man well this is uh episode 57 guys this is curtis
0: and this is jordan This
2: is a podcast where we talk about anything and everything we want to. That's right. Today we have a very special guest, one of a kind, you might say, um, coming to you from the same residence of Jordan, actually. And it's his one and only son, Mr. Michael.
0: Michael. Say hi, Michael.
2: Welcome, Michael. Hello. (laughs) Hey, buddy. So uh, we brought Michael in today. Because we talked about last week, we were going to avoid the kind of the world's most popular topic right now. Yeah. And we wanted to just bring something else to light this month. We have a pretty special month. This month is Autism Awareness Month for mm-hmm. 2020 and in the United States. And it began April 1st and it ends Thursday, April 30th. And uh, we wanted to bring Michael in because he is a uh, kind of a one of the most I guess you would say adept at this subject yeah people we He's know
0: lived it thank He's you li-
2: he lived he lives it yeah so I'm gonna let Jordan turn it over to Jordan and Michael so we can get the ball rolling and talk about it a little bit
0: yeah so Michael first off this was this is an idea that you had you wanted to do this for like a year right and talk about this
1: you've had this podcast for a year
0: I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes Um So, Michael is one of four of my sons, and we found out, uh, how long ago was it, Michael, that we found out that you were diagnosed with autism?
1: Probably about a year and a half ago.
0: Okay. And so, that was was news to us and news to Michael. And so, us- And and how old is Michael? Michael is, he is almost 13.
2: Almost 13.
0: 13 in, what, almost just exactly a month almost right so like 2 days off of a month uh,
1: about about um a month and a half yes
0: cool and and so that's something that we've been dealing with and dealing with in different ways and we looked at different types of medications and stuff and we talked with Michael about that and he didn't want to do that so we instead we changed the way that we talked about ways that he could eat better and he does amazing at that do you want to talk about that a little bit
1: um yes
0: okay so what what do so you diet what do you, changes huh how do you try to eat
1: i try to eat on a diet uh it's similar to the diet that my dad does except i eat more carbs
0: cool and then
2: so what there... did you stop doing michael with your diet like what has cha- like what were the things that you do different than what you used to do
1: i have no idea but my mom apparently sees a difference.
0: <laughs> but what what things do you eat differently? Like what foods do you avoid?
1: Uh, I avoid I I avoid things like um soy, bad oils, a lot of sugar.
0: Well, cool. and you think that that helps you?
1: I think that it. Well, cool. I'm I'm not even joking. I would nibble on people's shoulders beforehand. So.
0: <laughs> that's very true. And that's
1: something we don't talk much about.
0: No, it's not. (laughs) But some people have experienced it. (laughs) And then Jordan,
2: what are, what, I'm sorry, staying on the diet side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Like what made you decide to switch Michael's diet or talk about it with him? And have you, had you seen research in the past that had said, you know, diet may affect children's autism and and how they interact or what kind of led you on that road to start talking about diet changes?
0: So the reason why we did is because number one, there was some kind of medications that were a little bit scary. to to look at just Mm -hmm. doing, because some of the things that they had diagnosed him, we weren't for sure he had. And so Mm -hmm. we started looking at things that would help with brain health because it's, it's all brain. And so to help those things, um, I had done some research and and knew that bats were really good. And so Mm -hmm. I, I looked into like different fish oils and we found out that ones that are high in DHA, not just omega threes are most beneficial at least in some testing with Mm -hmm. children with autism and even adults with autism and so he also takes copious amounts of fish oil like morning and night right i don't even remember because he just does it on his own now um and it it tends to help even his brothers when he's kind of having some issues throughout the day they're like hey michael did you take your fish oil and usually he didn't so they can see a difference when he takes it um okay. and they nice. tried to help and remind him.
2: Is that about right, Michael? So it's an it's an omega-3 yeah. fatty acid, basically, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, DHA, another technical name for it, it's a weird one. Yeah. But it's it's a docosahaxinonic docosahexanoic acid. Right. But apparently you've seen benefits from him taking that supplement in his even mood mood
1: effects.
0: Yeah, I went and talked to mood. Um, one of the health food store people, and I was like, this is what's going on with my son. We're trying to look for official that would be good for this. And he said, here's one that I have had people use that they had good results with. And he said, hmm. the one thing you want to look for is the, is the DHA specifically in it, and it comes typically in wild sockeye salmon. So okay. that's oh, what we cool. get. When he's out, awesome. he sends me a picture of it to remind me which one it is yeah and i go pick it up
2: <laughs> and then sugars you guys have cut out sugars in his uh or michael's chosen to not right. eat as much sugar as Yeah, these well are and, right? these
0: these have all been his decisions <laughs> and been very very open with him and honest with him the whole way with things and with options and everything and allowed him to be a part of that and i think that's been a big help to him understanding that's awesome. how things have gone
2: michael has that been hard cutting out sugars out of your diet or was that hard at first wish to talk
1: it was hard at first but i did get used to it over time gotcha awesome man
2: very cool yeah that's a that's a tough thing for uh adults to do so for a kid to be able to have the uh the willpower to do that that's that's super impressive dude
0: well the, the one thing that we realized is especially with with autism because they tend to like over focus on things when it comes to diet he understands it more than i do now and so he's Mm -hmm. more vigilant about it than i ever have to be i I helped him i showed him i gave him some charts of things that would be good foods for Mm -hmm. him to eat and he just kind of went crazy with that and has learned how to read food labels and know what are in things and things that maybe aren't on it he knows when to go outside of that and when is just not a good time (coughs)
2: Cool so. awesome um so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw in there kind of intermittently some interesting stats and information about autism um and uh just kind of did a little bit of research and um it's kind of interesting to me, so uh, the autism spectrum disorder now affects approximately one in 68 children is what they estimate right now hmm. um boys though this is interesting boys are nearly five times more likely than girls to be diagnosed with it on the autism spectrum disorder wow um yeah so that was interesting i had i was surprised by that boys were five times more likely um so i wonder if there's something with that y chromosome that makes you more susceptible Yeah, maybe. um Um, So, yeah, it's more common um, as far as like the spectrum disorder being diagnosed. It's more common than childhood cancer, diabetes, AIDS combined Mm. in children. Uh, Um, The term, the term uh, stems from the Greek word autos, uh, which means self. So autism literally means like alone or self to be within yourself. Whoa. Like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What do you think of that, Michael? Um, you
0: think that describes it well? You have to push to talk.
1: <laughs> I'm curious how that works.
0: The self-alone mm. thing?
1: No, no, no. How boys are affected five times as much. Oh, yeah, that is interesting.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they know exactly why, Michael. I think that they are... But they they see a clear... Connection, but I don't think they see what is the cause of that increased uh, susceptibility or connection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Let's see here. One of the most common things, and I don't know, Michael, if this uh, is in your case, but they've seen a lot of children that do have that are on the spectrum. They have this condition called hyperplexia, and it's the ability to read above one's own. Age or grade level uh, in school, um, and that's a, com- a common, pretty much they've seen amongst most. Or they excel in one specific area where most people, kids at their age don't. Um, so that's kind of cool.
0: I could definitely see that in some areas. With yeah. is there
2: any, is there anything, Michael, that you feel like you're like, man, I really like doing this one thing, or I really am, can excel in this one area, or maybe um,
1: multiple. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like bass guitar um i i really enjoy legos as well those are fun
0: what thank you what about in Um, school where do you think you
1: in school that changes things that is completely different (laughs)
0: uh
1: i really i really enjoy math um unless there's anything else to do
2: (laughs) (laughs) so so you like math if there's nothing else that you have to do
1: well, no, I just prefer it over other subjects, but if there is something, I, I should have been more specific, if, there, if there's something other than school to do, then I'd probably not do math, but I do enjoy math, okay. first gotcha. of all, probably,
2: that makes sense, fair enough, <coughs> and Jordan, are you, um, are you comfortable with talking about, like, where on the spectrum Michael was diagnosed with
0: autism? Um, that would be up to Michael, are you okay with that, Michael?
1: what was the question
2: (laughs) (laughs) so Um, there's there's different levels of the severity of autism michael and in some situations there's there's degrees of autism where a person would have a hard time even being able to understand what somebody's telling them or even be able to talk um And then there's degrees where it's, it's just kind of barely noticeable um, as far as like it's more just kind of maybe socially a little bit hard. Um, uh, so there's, there's just different levels as far as the spectrum goes, I guess is what you could say.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, so, so what was the question?
0: Well, I was asking if it was OK if I shared where you were at on that spectrum or where you were diagnosed on that spectrum.
1: sure not even i know
0: okay (laughs) well well, there you go um so uh when we originally got the diagnosis and i don't know it's again it's it's a spectrum so they kind of give you an idea and then you kind of learn from there and there were some other things that i was saying were on the list that they've kind of ruled out which is which is good and some other things that michael has done well managing on his that has shown that he is able to do that but as far as the the autism spectrum go they they said that he's He's pretty high on the the low functioning. So he can he can talk and he can um understand and usually can verbalize pretty well. Um and he's had to work on that some. Mm-hmm. But he is he's at the, the high end of the low functioning.
2: Well wouldn't spectrum. I think what you would say is he's at the so he's in the Asperger's um yeah, they, realm
0: they would they said that if the, they could if they could diagnose that that's what they would say but they don't diagnose right. asperger's anymore so right they just thrown that
2: in yeah which the is interesting spectrum yeah yeah they changed it to the spectrum but you would say basically what people would more understand is that term the asperger's term he would be yeah. in that realm of asperger's works mm-hmm. he is very um capable and functioning and fun right. dude
0: for mm-hmm. sure for sure yeah yeah Yeah, and it's taken a lot. I remember when when Michael was little, um, he didn't talk till he was like three. And I would say as a parent, that was like we didn't know. But one of the hardest things if you're a parent out Mm -hmm. there is to have people constantly ask you, do you think that your child is autistic? And we would get asked that question. And it was like hard because it's like as a parent, you're like you want to love your kids in any way that they are. But Mm -hmm. when someone else is trying to challenge those things, and then when you get that diagnosis, you're like, well, yeah, I can see that, but it's so hard to hear from other people. Um, Mm -hmm. And now it's like, it's everyday life. It's what we do. We love Michael. We love the way he is. would not change him for the world. Um, (laughs) But when other people are asking and kind of like almost condemning in a way, that's really hard Mm. as a Mm -hmm. parent. And I try not to do that to parents now. It's pretty it's pretty obvious when when a kid is acting those ways now just because we see it so often but i still wouldn't you're a little more sensitive to it now i wouldn't mention it to somebody unless they asked and said hey what do you think and then i would maybe give their opinion or haley would give their opinion um on it but we also we we've come to love it and we don't think that it is a disorder we actually think there's a lot of advantages to it but just like every personality there's there's some disadvantages i have a ton of disadvantages too but i'm not technically on the spectrum, though.
2: So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, another thing I'm going to, uh, another interesting thing I was researching is um, a lot of clinicians hypothesize, when we were talking earlier about how boys are about five times more likely than girls to be diagnosed with this condition. Right. Um, or with, on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, they hypothesize that the symptoms of autism spectrum disorder in males and females may actually differ. Like it may not be like kind of the more common things we see is the social interactions the difficulty with the social interactions and then sometimes with the verbal communicating thoughts and interpreting thoughts and things differently whereas in females it may actually be a totally different branch of symptoms that we just Hmm. don't totally understand yet and that's why there's such a lack in female diagnoses of it Ah, that would
0: that would make sense
2: um michael you know something else interesting um a lot of people have speculated and it have done research and they believe that a lot of really famous people have also been on the spectrum um some of the most famous people you may have heard of you've probably heard of albert einstein you heard of him he was a famous
1: yes yes
2: physicist <laughs> um so albert einstein isaac newton uh andy warhol who was like an artist interesting dude andy, and bill gates actually a lot of people suspect bill gates is as well yeah, which I could, cool. I, I I could see that. Yeah, I could see that.
0: It definitely Bill. is. It's obvious when you sit and have a conversation with Michael that it, he just sees the world completely different. He sees, oftentimes, he sees the world all at once, and that can be a little overwhelming. Mm. And it's hard mm-hmm. when I don't see the world like that to maybe like empathize with him being that way.
2: Can you I mean, explain that a little bit more? Or maybe Michael could, too. Like, what does that mean to see the world all at once? That might be a hard question to answer, yeah. too, though. Uh,
1: I, I honestly don't know, but maybe...
0: You need to keep putting the, hitting the button, buddy.
1: Yeah, Uh. maybe if you were to tell me what you think it might look like, then I could figure out what you're talking yeah. about.
0: So think of, like, when you're in a room with a lot of people, Is it easy for you to focus, or is it hard for you to kind of, like, listen to one person say something?
2: Mm, Okay.
0: Does that make sense? Is it
1: hard to listen to one person say some things?
0: In a loud room.
1: I think I can, I think as I try to pay attention to each of them individually, I can hear what they're saying.
0: Right. But, But you have to try really hard to do that, right?
1: uh probably
2: probably probably
1: that doesn't sound very easy yeah
2: Yeah. but i also think a lot of just young yeah boys would have that same difficulty too for sure for sure um but there's different levels to that for also yeah um yeah so yeah that's interesting um so michael has anything have you Like, these are are pretty deep, like, kind of almost grown-up questions that we're asking, you know? Yeah. Um, But (laughs) have you, over the past year since, or year and a half since you've been diagnosed with this, uh, with autism, um, have you, do you feel like you've learned anything about yourself um, that's helped you kind of cope with things that have been difficult or that's helped you to be able to handle life better? (laughs)
0: <laughs> even, he's, he's even in vr i love the blank stare it's great
2: yeah <laughs> he's 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 in contemplation right now yes
1: one more one more time one more time <laughs> the Maybe, question uh, i yeah.
2: i can try to explain a little bit
0: okay um, Jordan, we got it. so do you, have you learned anything about yourself since you found out that you had autism that's helped you to deal with the world around you better
1: yeah, I have uh I've seen uh uh videos of other people who are also uh or just a video of someone who was also autistic and as he was uh, he he wasn't autistic he had Asperger's but as he was explaining um what has what had been occurring throughout his life um I realized that I can got to push the okay, button
2: Keep pressing the button
1: i'm near him on the spectrum yeah
0: oh i gotcha and so has did did anything that he said help you to know more about yourself so that you can um relate to other people better
1: uh no he mostly just talked about when he was younger
0: i gotcha what are some things that you've learned is like um like social situations are those very easy for Hmm. you
1: I think they're a lot easier now, but previously, uh, probably about ninety percent of the time, I would mess it up pretty bad.
0: <laughs> so, what have, what have you done to learn more about that?
1: Uh, let's see the list. Goes...
0: You gotta push oh, the button. I uh,
1: I can't nibble on people's shoulders.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. But
1: <laughs> that was a joke. That's obvious. Yes. Um, I've learned that I don't know what I've learned. It just seems to come naturally now.
0: Yeah. I remember when you were learning that there were some ways that you learned how people were paying attention to you. Remember you had to learn some of those social cues. What were some of those?
1: Um, if someone is doing something, they want to do that thing, do a different thing. Ah. I should probably give an example. So your mom's washing the dishes. Does she want to talk to you in that moment or does she want to wash the dishes?
0: True? <laughs> yeah. And then there was another one I, I want you to I want you to say cuz um I remember when you did this to me and there's there's ways that you can look at people and see that they're actually paying attention to you and want to pay attention to you. Yeah. What are those things? You gotta push the button.
1: Are you asking if there's um, if I can see the ways in which people want to pay attention to me? Yeah,
0: like like uh, if people are turned towards you, or um, like if they're facing your direction or they what are, what are some things that people's body language has to be doing for you to know that they're wanting to talk to you or engage with you?
1: Well, the number one cue would probably be if they're talking to you, but also <laughs>
2: I've...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Friggies, you got a
2: pretty. you got it down pretty
0: we, well. We've come it. a long way.
1: <laughs> yes, but another social cue I realized is that their feet could be pointed towards you, which means that they're interested in what you have to say or what you're doing. Right.
0: Right. That's the one I was getting at. <laughs> i remember when i came home and he sat down and he goes i want to try something and i was sitting down and he didn't know but Haley had told me and he started to talk to me and i pointed my feet away from him and he goes oh okay i won't talk right now (laughs) (laughs) and it was like it was really early on learning some of these things and it was i don't know it was just it was it was fun to see him start to interact and learn those things and we still have to remind him of some of those things but He's gotten, as as you've said, he's gotten way better at it. Humor, obviously, comes a lot easier for you now.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you.
0: <laughs> sarcasm, he tends to have to ask, kind of like a Sheldon moment. Like, sarcasm? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Sometimes I sense sarcasm, and I think, yeah, that's definitely sarcasm. And I say, uh, like, uh, say a unnamed person is angry at me right and i say no you're totally you're totally no not you it's not you i i'm not joking it's not okay. you okay it okay okay. You. okay okay so an unnamed person not you is angry at me and <laughs> uh, and they start like saying i something like i would not like you to be here right now and so i say yeah that's definitely sarcasm. And then they go, No, it's not sarcasm, and I say, No, I think that's sarcasm. And I'm being it, sarcasm and I say, you know what? That's sarcasm and I leave.
2: That's
0: funny. I like it, Michael. He turns it well, into a joke. That's good.
1: It's
0: so
2: good. Michael, I am yeah, man. I'm proud of you, dude. you sounds like sounds like you've done uh a lot to uh improve and help yourself. And Thanks. that's that's very commendable for a a thir- 13-year-old. That's like that's that's super impressive, dude. So, well done, man. You're doing awesome. Cool dude. Thank you. You bet, buddy. What are Hey, um,
0: Michael, what are some things that you're working on right now? You know? Or do you have any? You can say it, you don't have any.
1: There's none that I can think of right now.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, is there anything else on that subject you want to go to, Jordan? Or um I think you so you want to hit up real quick. But Michael can join I, us for conversation. Yeah. This so we got I some gonna... other interesting stuff we're going to throw at you guys this week. Um first of all, I just wanted to hit up this smart toilet thing that I was uh oh my gosh. reading about a little bit. Um I don't know if for our audience out there if you guys are interested in a smart toilet. But apparently
0: <laughs> this is so good. I I don't they're I can't even They're explain. developing
2: a smart toilet that could identify you by your anal print, and detect diseases. So I'm not exactly sure. It's it's in prototype mode still right now. Um, but basically, it's equipped with cameras and sensors that collect information on your on your bodily waste yeah. and use that data to look for any health issues that you might have. So yeah. I'm assuming, like, obviously, it's checking for hemorrhoids and if it may be, like would check based on like because it's not going to check the composition of what's coming out of you no
0: no so maybe i guess some of but... them they take a fecal sample and a urine uh-huh. sample they analyze the color and the texture and everything what scares me about this is there's a camera so check, like, if a... there's a camera in the toilet that identifies you by your anus there's a camera yeah. <laughs> that's like there doing it and then if, well as... who
2: needs facial recognition when you got anal recognition
0: right but also there's a fingerprint reader and that's just (laughs) it doesn't seem like the most clean thing to put right next to a toilet like we're talking about like washing our hands and like people should be doing this already and here's a toilet with a fingerprint reader on the side of it to to scan who you are and then it's taking pictures of your butt
2: like yeah well yeah it's it's like so it's like it's like big brothers getting involved in everything and then now it's taking it a little bit too far
0: right? uh, it's literally getting involved in everything
2: <laughs> yeah what do you think about what do
0: you think of that michael
1: this is the moment in the in the live stream in which i become very uncomfortable
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yes this is what it's all about man it's testing normal buddy yeah yeah
1: by that i mean it's hilarious
0: it is hilarious, but yeah. can you imagine having a camera in your toilet? Like, there's enough places we have cameras. And it's scary enough to take a camera phone yeah. into the bathroom, let alone already knowing that there's a camera in the bathroom <sighs> taking pictures of your butt.
2: So, yeah. Jordan, we're going to have several just tech things we're going over this yeah. week, guys. But um, what was it that the FCC was requiring phone carriers to authenticate? Yeah, like, okay. What, were they like, what did that mean?
0: So, okay, first off, I, I'm not, I can't display all this because I forgot I didn't put it on our thing here, but we'll have the links for this mm-hmm. so people can go read if they want to. So, everyone's getting these random calls, right? Like, robocalls like, are like through calls, the roof, like right? Well, the FCC is now saying that there's a certain system to identify and verify that your number is real and that you're not faking or falsifying a number. And I'll explain okay. that in a second, but the FCC by 2021 is wanting to require all people that are making phone calls to verify that it's actually their number that they're calling from because what they do is they spoof numbers in your area and they could spoof your number
1: and right, be, which is and a be real calling number.
0: someone else because my dad got a call and called them back one time because they kept calling Yeah. and yeah. he left a voicemail and this lady came down from upstairs in my building and said, hey, is this your dad? And played a voicemail of my dad calling her back because they had spoofed that's her so phone number crazy. and had called him. And then when he called back, it got her phone because that's the number they called that's from. crazy. And so they're faking numbers in people's areas to make them think that someone in their local area is calling. And the FCC right. is like, we're going to start fining you and you need to do this from now on or you're going to get fined Good. like up to like $10,000 a call or something.
2: It's getting out of control, man. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it is. It really is, is ridiculous. getting ridiculous. Like, like I, I would have days where I have at least five or six, like, spam calls.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for real. Like, it's crazy. I would get them on it's my insane. work desk phone, my work cell phone, and my personal phone, like, all through the day sometimes. It's crazy. So, here's something cool. So, number one, we all, we haven't talked about Hong Kong in a long time, right? Mm-hmm. And all And right. Michael, I don't know if you know about Hong Kong, but they used to be a part of China, or they didn't used to be a part of China. Now China's trying to take them back over, and they're revolting against the government, saying we want our freedom. And they've been doing that for a while, and it's kind of left the news because of, you know, the what? name that we won't mention that, that tonight. Shall not,
2: that, shall, that shall not be named.
0: Right, th- that shall not be named. Um, and so that's still going on. And so they've done some crazy things. So a game came out last month. I think it was last month. Michael, correct me if I'm wrong. But Animal mm-hmm. Crossings on the Nintendo Switch came out. And it's this new, fun, cartoony game. My kids watch videos on it all the time. They now banned the sale of that game in some of these countries, including Whoa. Hong Kong. Because people what? were because people couldn't go out for that, which we will not name. They couldn't go out, right, but right. they still wanted to protest. So they were doing it in video games. And they were um. holding huge protests in Animal Crossings. And because they were doing it and speaking out against their government in Animal Crossing, they decided to make the game illegal because they couldn't control it. Well, they could it. do
2: that in any game, though, right? Good, so, like...
0: but, but because they congregated in enough numbers, they banned that one right.
1: game.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, Amador said, my favorite is when my number calls me. Has that really happened to you, Amador? Like someone's really called you from your own? That's hilarious. Um, so anyway, uh, kind of piggyback, piggybacking on that, um, the, another game that's doing something similar is a creator created a Minecraft world and Michael's played a lot of Minecraft. They created a yeah. Minecraft world with a huge library of publications that are illegal in some of these countries. They're illegal in at least five different countries and they've put it in a Minecraft world that cannot be edited or or like taken over so that people can go read the news in a video game that's Whoa. rejected in their country.
2: Whoa! So somebody's like by hand typing what other yeah, articles they're, have they're been pasting it in.
0: Minecraft. They're doing it in the code, but they they've created an actual building that you can go to, and you can we'll have this link up, and you can go and look an actual picture of the library that they built Whoa. in Minecraft, really and you cool. go around it in Ooh. a in a physical world in Minecraft, and you can pick up and read news articles that are from news agencies that would be illegal in their country.
2: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Is that legal? Is it legal to put new illegal news articles into a Minecraft world?
0: It's not illegal in our country, but it is in some countries that try to control the news, and so people are trying to give people the freedom to read the press or the news in their country by putting it in a video game where it cannot be removed. And That is hilarious.
2: Yeah. No, that's cool. That's it's an, that's creative. It's, it's a it's a way of re, yeah, it's like a way of revolting, kind of. It's cool. Yeah. In a in a against the regime like that, that's really cool. Right. Which is China. Um, right. Yeah. Which is so, China. So, which is China? Hashtag don't eat bats. Yeah. Um, don't eat bats. So and then um, app. So we're not going to name the thing because we talked about. No, we're not no. Gonna talk about it. And, and and the reason but, I put
0: this in there is because <laughs> this is not necessarily related to this at all. So Apple and Google have said basically yes. we want to track pandemics and how you would be, it, uh, who you would be around that would have that, right? Yes. So they both have been working on a technology that you would have to opt into on your device, and some people might think that's super duper freaky, and it kind of is, but that you could say For you
2: have to opt in. Is that what it's saying? You like do you have ha- no choice?
0: No, no, no. You don't have to opt in. It's your choice to opt okay. in, but if you do. Okay. It's anonymous, and it uses the Bluetooth signal from your phone, and both Apple and Google have been working on this independently, and now MIT and some other places are trying to get them to work together, which is, like, insane that they're getting these two companies to work together that are basically enemies and suit each other countless times um, to create a way to... Basically, if you'd say you're walking through the grocery store and you walk past someone, and then later on, you would get a notification on your device saying... Curtis, you have been around somebody who has been exposed to XYZ pandemic, and here's some precautions that you need to take.
1: Yeah. So would so mark a whether or not I have you've about been that. near
0: that.
2: Here's where I, I have I have some concerns about that.
0: Oh, I, I have many. One
2: Yeah. <laughs> um one, well, okay. There's there's so many barriers to this that freak me out. One, that person that that has the disease. Yep. Um That's their HIPAA. That's their private health information. So then does that mean that that private health information is going to be released? Um, So like right now, if somebody tests positive for a certain viral infection, sometimes Mm -hmm. it will be reported to the state. Right. So then the state then would give that information to Apple. Right. And then Apple would then give that information to so, whoever was in proximity. At,
0: at least with Apple because Apple has a health application that's built into their phone and you can choose to put things in if you want to. That is encrypted yeah. and it is your own data. Apple does not touch that. That's what they have said. They they just like anything else that's on your phone, Apple has held I mean they won't even unlock phones for the FTI. So they're done good. Yeah. Um it's something that you would opt into and it wouldn't give away, hey, you were near Curtis. Who is infected? It would just say you were around a person at such and such a place. Okay. And so it's not oh, giving out okay. your health data, it's just giving out your location if you happen to be near someone for long enough. So it would not work, at least in its current state, if you walked down the street and crossed okay. someone. But right. if you were saying. It just seems like
2: a little bit of a slippery slope. Yeah, say you like, were getting Zivia the in government... the aisle
0: and someone yeah. else was there for 30 seconds with you, it would alert you later that you'd been around someone
2: that had been exposed. Yeah. It just seems like a little bit of a slippery slope potentially for the government to have control over you and where you are at all times. For certain. And now, although Apple does have the patent on that technology, hopefully, I do not trust Google. I feel like Google well, has. I think that they're working. Been.
0: They're working with both of them because they know that not everyone just has an iPhone.
2: True. There's yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, but it just seems like. Man, Big Brother is continually this, I I guess, kind of like Edward Snowden. I don't know if you heard about this, what he was talking about, but he's really concerned about this being a time where a lot of civil liberties will be taken advantage of, and then it will be really difficult to get those civil liberties back. And so he's really like pushing for caution in certain types of uh, social networking, webbing uh, kind of tracking systems right now, because he says that's a that's a very high-risk thing that you won't ever get back once yeah. you release it.
0: Um, true. Um, going back to the original subject, my wife was texting me. She's way better at questions than I am. So uh-huh. I have a couple that, oh, yeah, another she question has for that she has for Michael. So okay. um, she wanted to correct and say he is the low end of high functioning, not the high end of low functioning. So that's my bad. Um, and then um, she has a good point, and I... I thought I made this but I'll just make it super duper clear that um that Michael is super normal like he's not an abnormal person but he struggles socially that's like the main area that he struggles with this and he knows Mm -hmm. that and then Michael the question from mom is this Um, she wants you to talk about how your psychologist helps you with social skills so what does that look like what kind of questions would he ask you you have push to talk uh,
1: What kind of questions would my psychologist ask me?
0: Yeah. How does he help you with social skills?
1: Um he offered me a book by um Daniel Wend a Wendler. It's a little hard to pronounce. Uh Level Up in Your Social Life. It teaches you uh ev- uh hopefully everything you need to know about social skills and it has a video game theme to it. And um it's worked really well, and my brother also agrees that ever since I read that book, I've been much more uh, capable of not being socially awkward.
0: Oh, yeah? what's What are some of the things that you learned in that book that helped you the most? Um,
1: it referenced Pong, and the fact that mm-hmm. a conversation is like the game Pong. Oh, yeah. Uh. You, uh like uh <coughs> if somebody asks you how was your day you say how was yours then reflect another question related to that topic
0: oh yeah probably good for all of us to remember yeah that's, that's good for everybody <laughs> it's for it sure. also
1: it also taught me um some body language
0: oh yeah like what
1: it really didn't specify it just said if their body language looks it, this is what he said in a nutshell if their body language makes them look like they're stressed they are stressed you want to learn more here's another book oh
0: okay mm. <laughs> nice but you haven't read that book That's right?
1: awesome. no no no
0: what else what <laughs> else do you remember from that book
1: um, if somebody's like asking you a personal question and they're being rude about it, you just give them the same comment over and over. so somebody asks you um trying to think of something that wouldn't be offensive to the entire stream.
2: <laughs> Don't worry, it's the last used thing to you it. have to worry about, man. the last thing you have to worry about,
1: oh okay, so somebody says, Hey, I heard your grandma died uh. You want to tell me a little more about that and you could say something like uh i'd rather not talk about that they ask you again and you say that over and over and over and eventually they'll get bored of it and they'll leave you alone (laughs) if they threaten if they threaten to hurt i I might be saying that wrong considering you just laughed um if they threaten to hurt you then you (laughs) should probably run
0: oh that's a good piece of advice Michael Weston says, "Hi, this is Weston."
1: Hi, Michael. <laughs>
0: That's his little awesome. brother. Um, one more question that Mom has. Um, I mean, I have too. Uh, what is it like to be autistic? You would, you could describe it in a couple sentences. So for us, we can't get inside your brain. We had this conversation today. Um, what? would you explain to other people that it's like? Hmm. Kind of a deep question.
1: It is, and that is kind of what we were just talking about, but if I could summarize it in just one or two sentences. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out.
0: I gotcha. It could be like some frustrations that you maybe have or just some things that you feel like, you struggle with that maybe other people don't. Whoa, camera. Get away a camera. There we go. Sorry about that, guys. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this app needs some help with the big screen if you're watching. The camera needs to have a lock. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you gotta push your talk button but
1: I said I want you for school president
0: yeah Um. anyway so if you want if you want to think about that and you can pipe in in just a second that's totally fine too
2: sweet you hey. got some TILs Jordan
0: I do yeah uh, I was trying to see if there's any other oh I did want to do one update on something I think we talked about Zo- right. was it here we talked about zoom like some things that zoom was in yeah
2: think we've addressed zoom a little bit
0: okay so zoom is this now everyone knows about it because everyone has to stay home um not talking about that but then they got hit with these big like issues with um security and people are like don't use zoom and the government's like don't use zoom you can't use zoom it's terrible it's a cancer whatever well what had happened was number one uh, there was an installer issue on a Mac, and I'll make this like as simple as I can. It would allow people to have access to do whatever they want on your computer. And another one of the vulnerabilities, if you ran it, uh, this like bad version of it, it would allow people to control your microphone and camera, but only on a Mac. That was one of the security holes mm. that were there. I believe that they patched that this week. Um, but another area that... Um, people were having issues with as is people were just randomly joining and then like going bad pictures and being mean that kind of stuff and dreams. and so they they did some stuff to address that where they forced people to go into a waiting room like that um but i just kind of wanted to give zoom a shout out i think that they are one of the quicker companies to respond to some of these security things mm-hmm, and sure. they, and they have done that really really fast so while there might be some concerns i probably wouldn't like you know do a hospital visit through one but if you're just meeting with your family or whatever, like I'm gonna do later tonight. Um, I think it's safe. just be careful where you download it from. If you're on a Mac. That's my update for that. Yeah. Um
2: <clears throat> Yeah, but it is amazing how it's become such a national sensation because of the use of ease, the ease of use. Like it's compared to like uh like Skype, Skype yeah. kinda had got a little bit of a shock when they thought they were the most oh yeah. kind of prolific social media. Or not social media, but prolific video uh, app and platform. Right. But then they realized like, oh, we're way too hard to access. We're way too hard to become, um, like to actually create a group conversation with. Right. And yeah. so they, they tried to kind of backtrack and be like, no, wait, we can do this too, guys. Hey, we'll, we won't make you have logins anymore. Yeah. We won't make you have like these certain things. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, Zoom you, or Skype, you kind of missed the bus, buddy.
0: So also kind behind of, the scenes. Kind of crazy. Skype got bought by microsoft so they've been working to create business applications for it and stuff too so there's that and they've been doing that for the last year or two so um yeah, michael but they haven't
2: they, they missed the boat though man it's
0: mom crazy. mom says to ask you about <coughs> your mind castle Get push to talk
1: mind castle
0: yeah she said to ask you about your mind castle Do you know what she's talking about
1: Uh, yes. Sometimes when I'm feeling bored, I close my eyes and imagine myself in a giant white room. I can do whatever in this room. Oh.
0: So is that how you, like, become less stressed?
1: I guess so. I can do whatever I want inside or outside of my room.
0: All right. And why would you, what would make you go to your mind castle?
1: Because I find me, a clone of me there. There is another me to talk to. Oh. I can talk to me. I control me, but I'm also talking to me.
0: Interesting.
2: Hmm. That's cool. That's awesome, man. It's interesting. You gotta push to talk. Are you talking? Yeah.
1: It's not a castle. It's a big white room.
2: <laughs> it's a big white room. But it's... And it
1: looks like a big infinity room until you break through the wall.
2: You really. Is it easy to see yourself in that room, Michael?
1: What do you mean by see myself?
2: You said there's a copy of yourself, a clone of yourself. Is it easy to visualize that individual or that self? Why, yes. Yeah.
1: It's nice. not much trouble.
0: Good. Man. Cool. I think one
1: of the reasons that's the that I have that mind castle my mom calls it is because I'm obsessed with myself.
2: <laughs> that's okay. Fair enough. A lot of people are. A lot of people are. Um I
1: know a good I know a good fellow who's obsessed with himself.
0: Yeah, me or Curtis.
1: <laughs> it, none of you.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So Curtis and I'm going to tell
1: I'm gonna okay. tell unknown person I said that.
0: Oh, okay. You tell him later, <laughs> um, yep. Curtis. You've got to experience Michael quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. What, like, what has been your thoughts in that process? So, uh, there's, I guess, in my mind, there's like, there's three groups of people here. There's the people that are that know about autism because most people do know about it, um, but don't sure. have. Either a kid at home or whatever. There's a parent, and then there's someone with autism. What mm-hmm. has been your experience in that?
2: Uh, with Michael in particular, um, I find him really enjoyable. I I recognize the the amount of um, challenges that you guys have over been able to meet and overcome really well Mm -hmm. and then also the unique and um enjoyable things about Michael that um, I'm able to appreciate too and it's really fun so it's like when you talk with him it's and you have a more intimate conversation it's like having it with an adult almost like he's able to have a conversation that's outside of the box and um he's able to articulate things and it kind of it's uh seems mature for his age mm. uh type of conversation and so um yeah that's really it's uh it's 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 pretty pretty cool. Pretty cool Michael's pretty fun man.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> and, Apparently yeah. I didn't scroll down on chat. Um Amador said who's the dead guy? Or Haley said who's the dead guy in the background? There's just um some avatars that are in here like they're in a movie theater because we're in VR and in a movie theater. And I forgot to turn them off, and it's kind of funny because I so I just left them there. Um, Michael, what do you want to do when you get older?
1: Oh, what do I want to do? Hmm. (coughs) Ah, okay. So, um, I.
0: (laughs) You have to push the talk.
1: So there's a couple things I want to do. I think being a bassist would be fun. I think working for Lego would also be fun. Mm-hmm. And, but um, one of my favorite YouTubers, Mark Rober, or one of my favorite science YouTubers, um, he talked about how you just find out what you like, and when you find out what you like, it's like jumping fr- in, a, in a little stream from rock to rock. Once you jump on one rock, you'll be open to more rocks, and you can see what you want to do from there. Cool.
2: That's awesome, man.
1: Thank That's you. Cool.
2: So, Michael, I heard you had some shower thoughts. We're going to we're going to jump to shower thoughts here. Here, you have a couple shower thoughts, man. You want to you want to hit us with yours real quick?
1: Uh, sure. Monday is the pilot episode of the week.
2: Ooh, yes it is. I like that, Michael. That is a unique one good. that he
0: came up with at dinner.
1: Yeah.
2: I like <laughs> that, dude. Um, that really is.
1: Yeah, thank you. And um, nice. blue blue ink pens were mm-hmm. assumed to be the same as black ink pens, and everybody just went along with it.
0: Hmm. Or they were just as like important.
1: nobody noticed the color difference. Is that no, what you're like thinking?
0: blue and black have the same in- level of importance, but blue is the only color that's like mm-hmm. accepted along with black, and nobody oh, really questions yeah.
2: it. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like the um the awkward twin. Yeah.
0: It I, works. The awkward twin. <laughs>
1: Cuz when
2: you see blue it's a little bit awkward.
0: That is true. Like, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I kind of I kind of hate blue wink. <laughs> not gonna lie.
0: Uh, here um, I have I have one. It must have been yeah, some real, thoughts? okay. Yeah, it must have been really hard for the creator of bicycles to convince people that it is possible for almost anyone to ride it
2: totally totally yep for sure (laughs) um okay i got a couple sharp thoughts we'll just go bouncing back and forth let's do it okay the the closer you are to someone usually the more serious the question is how are you is (laughs) like you care more right
0: oh man i want to test that when this is over (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Mm. um Reese's is the Taco Bell of the candy world. The same key ingredients packed 50 different ways, and nobody's mad about it.
2: So true. Yep. Very true.
1: That's true. Okay.
2: If someone apologizes for something that doesn't bother you, chances are it's because it would bother them.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a good social one. I like that bot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Probably.
0: Um, a snake would use a pool noodle as a life jacket.
2: Yeah, that's true. I like that's that. That's true. That's funny. The Could kid bring that, that in my head. the <laughs> kid that your mom told you not to hang out with, or no, sorry, the kid, yeah, the kid that your mom told you not to hang out with probably <laughs> needed friends the most. That's probably true. <laughs>
1: uh, oh no. That's true.
0: Here, Michael, can you see where my cursor is? Read this. I read this bottom one here.
1: The later it gets in the night, the more acceptable it becomes to eat an entire box of cereal.
2: Hmm, <laughs> that's true. I know, and it's so bad. It's like that's the worst time to eat that big box of cereal. Oh, yeah, it's but it's terrible. just so it's so delightful to have a bowl of cereal at bedtime with just a little bit of milk. Mm. Um <laughs> the That's difference so... between the difference between doing something brave and doing something stupid is whether or not you succeed. <laughs> That's usually the way it comes out.
0: It's true. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so Michael, you remember Cars movie? You have to push to talk.
1: Uh, yes, I do remember.
0: <laughs> uh, in the movie Cars. The town is Radiator Springs in Carburetor County. In an alternate universe, cars are watching the movie Humans, who live in Sweat Gland Springs in Digestive County.
2: Oh my
1: gosh! <laughs> That's funny. That, that is true.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Last shower thought I got here. Okay. Um, tortilla chips. This was this is something I literally I've thought about. Um, it's just it. I, more than once tortilla chip bags always have a window so you can see the chips, but potato chip bags never do. Oh yeah. So like you get kettle chips or you get getting Doritos or you're getting those cheesy chips, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, or ranch, whatever, you know, never can you see inside, but tortilla chip bags always have windows. So you, I'm assuming you probably get more tortilla chips on average in a bag than you do of the other ones because the other ones you can't see.
0: It's so true. Yeah, and they're usually yeah. full, too. Um, okay, Michael, yeah. you have a third one in your notes here. Do you see it? This one?
1: Yeah. Um. When cell phones were new, it was cool to have a fun or interesting ringtone. Today, if your phone isn't permanently on silent mode, you're a scumbag. <laughs>
2: yeah, that is true.
0: <laughs> okay, is true. I have one last one here that's good enough to say. Um, popcorn is probably just as unique as snowflakes, but nobody cares.
2: That's interesting. That's true. That's interesting. That's a very interesting. That's a good good observation. I like that.
1: I think I've got one more. Do it. Uh, If a morgue worker dies, they'd still need to come to work one more time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or if they go to somebody else's work that's yeah, true that's true they
1: job share. Like they it. job shadow
2: they job shadow yeah <laughs> well michael thank you so much for joining us man appreciate you
0: you're
1: so welcome
2: it's good to good to learn buddy is there any and, last uh, things you'd like to say yeah any last thoughts dude
1: any last things thank you for having me
2: you're yeah. welcome most certainly welcome Hope, hopefully all right, you have guys fun. well thanks for uh, listening to testing normal like us on youtube instagram facebook whatever you want mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully you all have a good week stay safe wash your hands and catch up on some chores because it's delightful outside wait as far as home projects <laughs> hold
0: on why are they washing their hands
2: I'm, i can't say it
0: you can't you can't michael why are they washing their hands it.
1: I wasn't part of the deal, so I could say this, right?
2: Maybe. There you go, man. (laughs) Long pause. Huh.
1: Well, uh, coronavirus!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Next week, week we'll say stuff about that, guys, okay? All right. This week, we took a hiatus. All right, guys. guys.
0: Thanks, Michael. Have a
2: great week. We'll talk to you later, alligators. Peace out. Have
1: a wonderful evening.